It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Expectations matter. What do you expect from an SUV? Versatility? A range of sizes built to fit your life? A range of exteriors that all invite stairs? Or being able to take control of more than just the wheel? Expectations matter, but exceeding them matters more. How we get there matters. The Audi family of SUVs. Progress you can feel. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanisha. Coming up on today's show. Trey Turner just cashed out with the Philadelphia Phillies, but what does that mean for Dansby Swanson? And Trey Young is taking his talents to Gotham, but is he taking the drama with him too? And last but not least, and for the culture, Kenny Smith wants all the smoke. We'll talk about all that next right here on ATL Day One. Let's go. This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. I want to start off by saying thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. And remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast and wherever you download your podcast. Make sure you leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate that for you and from you in advance. How about this? You don't want to hide greatness because we don't hide greatness on this show, and you shouldn't as well. And also, if you're tired of listening to us on your phone and you want to check us out on the big screen, check us out on Roku excuse me, and Amazon Fire. You just download the Locked On Sports Atlanta app, and we will pop right up. You can get all the episodes you want. You can get gluttony, gluttonous on, on, with, with the ATL Day 1s. Now, T, Trey Turner signs an 11-year, $300 million contract with the Philadelphia Phillies. Last time I checked, uh, they're in the same division. They're in the NL East, and uh, they spanked the Braves. Uh, to uh, to make a run to the World Series came up a little short against uh, Dusty Baker and company, but I, I think that those that's one of the things that we are paying attention to, and I think that um we should pay attention to, and I, and I think that Alex Anthopoulos might be paying attention to it as well. But what do you think this means for Dansby Swanson going forward? I think it gives him some more leverage because mm-hmm. Trey Turner's gone. Carlos Correa is almost there. A report just came out that the Boston Red Sox are pursuing Xander Bogarts. So if everybody, you know, kind of in those spaces, if you will, um, that 
really kind of gives you the leverage. If they're coming off the table, then it becomes, okay. So one of two things, either they're setting the market, which of mm -hmm. course we know Trey Turner is considered to be, you know, higher level, if you will, just a, a tad bit there, uh, Carlos Correa the same, but if it's two years or excuse me, 11 years and $300 million, you are essentially saying, hey, we're just going to pay you 30 mil a year. And so what does that, how does that set the market? From what I'm being told, it sets the market for Dansby around 25. Mm -hmm. But the thought process was, hey, the Braves would really prefer to kind of come in in the space of 20 mil because they also yeah. have to think about what they're paying Austin Riley. And so that takes into consideration, regardless of the fact that he's the third base versus this is a shortstop. But those are the kinds of things you have to consider. And if you can actually or want to actually get this deal done while you have someone like Von Grissom, who is, uh, I believe, with Ron Washington, yeah. doing some one-on-ones right now, helping him to improve his skill set as a shortstop. And then you, of course, have Orlando Arcia. Not to say that any of those guys are where Dansby is, but when you have a deal like that on the table for Trey Turner and you Carlos Correa and you know what's coming with all those guys who are like right there with Dansby Swanson, whew, to me, that just means advantage Dansby. Absolutely. And I think that it is a, a market setting contract, I believe, because when you think about all those names you just made, Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts, Dansby Swanson, those guys are not too far off from a production standpoint. And, mm -hmm. You know, Dansby is coming off career highs, right. you know, uh, at the plate and, and, and everything like that. So I think those are some of the things that that, that are to his advantage. Right. But mm -hmm. I think that from my standpoint, I think that that the 20 million dollars that the Braves are reportedly offering or, mm -hmm. or uh, a year and no more than 22 right. annually. I think that's the thing that I feel like the Braves should stand on. Right. Because, you know, Dansby is 29 years old and this is, these are career highs. And I've always fall back on this. It may not be true for baseball players, but mm -hmm. when it comes to football players, T guys who have career highs and contract years, that's a red flag for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I love Dansby. Dansby is the face yeah. organization from, you know, born and raised, all that good stuff. But mm -hmm. when it comes down to brass tacks, I kind of have to proceed with caution. And I want to stick at a number mm -hmm. that I'm comfortable with yeah. um, and be careful not to get into numbers that I'm not comfortable paying those guys. And I think Alex Anthopoulos is doing a really good job of that now. Yeah. I think well, that go, the other go, go piece on. there is this. Well, I hear what you're saying. I think with Dansby, unlike with a lot of football players, a lot of times you see in the NFL where it is like, this is where the player was. And then all of a sudden they go up yep. in that contract year and they come right back down. I think mm -hmm. with Dansby, the one thing I like is that he's been progressing steadily every year. So go. he's gotten better and better mm -hmm. with the tools that are in his toolbox versus say, hey, I'm just going to ball out one year. That's the thing I like about him. And then age wise, well, Xander Bogarts is 29. 30 going on 30 carlos correa is like 28 so i think he's still right in that space as far as if they're getting those years not to say that um trade turner is going to for example play out you know his entire 11 years but just saying like he's at least right there in the age range for those guys and at least he has had a trajectory of improvement year over year oh yeah no doubt and i think that that's the thing that I think Alex Anthopoulos think about one thing about him. We know and we understand that he think mm -hmm. about all aspects of it. Right. Yeah. And he kind of puts everything together and then comes to a nice conclusion. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that like at the end of the day, the Braves are going to come out on top, regardless of whether Dansby Swanson sign resigns or not. And I think yeah. that another Brave, though, 
that we were kind of wondering, pondering whether or not he was going to come back is Kenley Jansen. We mm -hmm. found out that he signed with the Boston Red Sox two years, $32 million. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I, I think that would trigger more Alex Anthopoulos to, to, to kind of maybe to start to move in a different direction. Because when you think about having Rasila Iglesias and we saw what he did when he came in this year, mm -hmm. really did a really nice job. And I think he'll be able to slide into that closer role. Yeah. But I think for me, T, I think it's a matter of now that Kenley Jansen's gone, is out of the picture. Mm -hmm. Like who's going to be that setup guy? Because Rasila yeah. Iglesias was very valuable coming down the stretch um, in that role. Mm -hmm. I think the same. I think that when you look at particularly – he had that lights out game in uh, Rasiel Iglesias, that is, in mm. the postseason, right, uh, right, against the Phillies. So you look at that as kind of like one of the uh, one of many amazing outings that he had in his brief stint with the Braves in 2022. But, yeah, when you begin to look kind of back and up, I don't know. You know, it's interesting because I, I don't want to say I don't know. If there's that guy in, in place, I think that there could be opportunities there. Here's what I'm thinking. I, I'm looking at Alex Anthopoulos and I'm saying, okay, what's down in the minors? That's where I think, I think there are individuals in the bullpen already that he could possibly elevate into that space who could be quite fine. And then you look at those coming off of um, injury, if you will. But I think when all of those things are kind of put together and the way that he has so masterfully, as we saw last year, three rookies come up from the minors and do just damage. So right. for me, it's kind of like, I want to hear and kind of see, okay, where do you go with this in terms of, excuse me, maybe not the, the uh, bridge guy per se, but maybe if you're looking at who's in space, you're looking at an AJ mentor or Kirby Yates, uh, Colin McHugh, depending on if you, you know, keep those guys or, or not, Right. Is there anyone in that space or um, even a Dylan Lee? Is there anyone yeah, in that yeah. space who could bridge the gap? And then maybe you can go to the minors and kind of pull up someone who can kind of uh, round out your bullpen. Yeah. The one thing we can say that we know for sure, uh, like you say, maybe some things that we don't know, but we know that the Braves have options to you and Man. they have about four or five guys vying for that fifth spot that, yeah. uh, in the rotation. So you may be able to slide one of those guys back in, or maybe a Bryce Elder. Like, you like what you saw mm -hmm. starting, but, you know, hey, he might be a, a one or 2 inning setup guy that you can yes. use from time to time. So uh, we know the Braves have options, and we know that Alex Anthopoulos is going to get this thing figured out, and hopefully we can come to a conclusion whether or not Dansby Swanson is going to be wearing a Braves uniform or not because I'm trying to – Come to. I'm trying to get this thing solved. To you. I want. I want. To, I want an answer. I want answers. I want. To, I want the Braves to kind of get this thing going. But also, speaking of getting things going, DP's coming into the season. We know that when he came in with all the, the Deanisms and the Peasisms and everything in training camp about changing the culture around the defense. And I think that if we're looking at the numbers overall, right, uh, what a 29th and uh, yards giving up. And at the bottom of the league, as far in the kind of middle middle of the pack, as far as points given up over overall. But T, we've talked about on this show how the last few games you you holding teams to under twenty points. It may right. not look that great, but at the end of the day, points given up is what matters when you're talking about a defense. So is DMPs kind of starting to change that culture, or or how do you feel about it? Yeah, I do believe that he has, and I want to be careful for people not to just look at the end result, meaning, okay, yes, look, Falcons are 5-8, and eight, got it. But right. if you dig deeper into 
where that five and eight came from. Let's keep it real. The defense has done their job, especially these last four games. It's the offense that has sputtered. I mean, right. if the defense is bending but don't break, but the offense is breaking, Dean Pease can't do anything about that. That's a mindset and a cultural issue, and quite frankly, talent and personnel that Arthur Smith and Dave Ramones have to right. Right. Dean Pease, on the other hand, he actually had a more robust group to work with this year versus last year. But mm -hmm. honestly, we're starting to see things that are kind of coming apart at the seams. I mean, it's and these are things that are not his fault. No one knew that Casey Hayward was going to be done, right? No one knew that we were going to lose AJ Terrell for a couple of weeks. Now Arnold of KT, Taquan Graham is on IR. So when you start thinking about those pieces that you had really expected to take that defense to the next level, some of those pieces simply have not been at his disposal for a consistent period of time. But if we think about what the defense was showing us when they were at his disposal, that's what I look back at to say, yes, I do believe that the culture shift and the culture change is real on the defensive end. And I wouldn't doubt, Jarvis, if when we come back from the bye, you see that when they go down to New Orleans, because that defense has not forgotten what the Saints and Jameis Winston snatched from them in that first yes. week. Yes, so I, I really believe we're going to see Dean P's cultural shift and philosophy in action at its finest next Sunday. Uh, I'm with you on that because I think that, you know, those outside linebacker positions, we might see some different faces over there. Oh. Yeah, I think D'Angelo Malone is going to be getting a lot more playing time. If, if Abikati is, is healthy, mm -hmm. I think he's going to be getting a lot oh, more snaps as well. So all those Young, young players, and AJ Terrell is is rounding into what we what we what we're used to seeing from AJ Terrell. So mm -hmm. all those things are going to be factors, and you know, making sure that DNP establishes what he wants to establish and get to the once he gets more talent, be able yeah. to say, "Hey, I know what the hell I'm doing," <laughs> and I and I wholeheartedly believe he does too. Now, if you wholeheartedly want to get some money, how about this? Go to BetOnline.net because it is the easiest and fastest way. To check in on all your better needs, find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odd line, odds, lines, and games. Now, all the bowl games are set, but, you know, down here, you know, people in Georgia, wherever you're watching from on YouTube or listening to on, on this audio, whatever audio platform you're listening to, check this out. I had to go to December 31st, T. You know, that's when Georgia plays Ohio State. Yes. Uh, George is only favored by a touchdown now. Yeah. So this, this line has been moving a little bit. So mm -hmm. I think that's that's something that you're trying to figure out. What, you know, you guys listen to us for all your information as far as ATL sports go. How about this? Go to bet online because they have live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. So, yeah, you can get all the information just like you get all the ATL sports information from us. You can yes. get it from bet online as well. So what I want you to do is Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today because Bet Online is where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Yes, now you got Hawks Knicks tonight, and the Knicks are actually favored by one and a half points. 
But I bet Trey Young has something to say about that. We shall see. He is up there along with the rest of the Hawks squad to take on the Knicks at Madison Square Garden tonight. And of course, we know this is the space and place where no matter what is happening, one game, 10 games, 20 games before he takes on the Knicks, we know he circles this on his calendar because this is what motivates him and gets him going. And that's actually what you want. This might be the type of game that gives you exactly what you want and need out of him and what can potentially reset the trajectory for him. And you know, Jarvis, if this game resets the trajectory for him, then that's a good look for potential reset for the Hawks, especially as they continue to go through what I consider their maybe uh, toughest six month stretch, six game stretch of the young NBA season. That said, however, there's still drama. There's still a little bit of a dark cloud kind of lingering from all of what we've heard, the fallout between Nate and Trey, and then kind of the fallout overall. That said, do you believe that there's an easy fix, a short-term, a quick fix in order to deal with this drama? Or do you think this is something that's going to take a little bit longer? Or is this really not that serious anyway? Let's just press on. There's a game to be played tonight. I think the short-term fix is just Trey just playing better, right? Because we know if Trey plays, if Trey plays well, this team's gonna go. Like it, mm-hmm. it's it's just it's just everything falls into place when because it starts with Trey Young, and that's how the Hawks have set this roster up. Yeah. You know, Trey Young is the face of the franchise. Trey mm-hmm. Young is the guy that people go to for answers. And right. when you don't give answers that that are conducive to helping move along the situation and you mm-hmm. blow it up yourself by the way you respond to those answers. Yeah. This is what you get. So mm-hmm. if you're not going to fess up and stand up and say what you need to say in order to move on, even if it, you still kind of feel a certain type of way about it, because, mm-hmm. Hey, you got to put your feelings aside in certain situations, especially yeah. when you are that guy, when you're the guy, regardless of your leadership qualities, mm-hmm. you need to be able to put things aside. So if he's able to put things, put this aside and, and understand all the hate that's about to come his way, yes. all the heckling that's about to come his way, Madison oh, Square Garden, yeah. because that's just how they love to do him. Mm-hmm. He, he needs to conjure up Petty Trey. Petty Trey yeah. needs to come out tonight. And yeah. I think that if that comes out, that, that is, that's an easy short-term fix. And as far as long-term goes, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if, if it's a trade T that, that can potentially get right this ship mm-hmm. and, and kind of open guys' eyes and be like, hey, man, you know, uh, we need to get this thing together and figure yeah. it out or, you know, and but and I, I think that the option that mm-hmm. I don't want the button, the, the option that I don't want to happen is mm-hmm. is people start talking about and start trying to blame this stuff on Nate. And I, yeah. I don't think Nate necessarily deserved this, deserved that type of criticism this early on in the season. I agree. And one thing I thought about, I actually saw a really cool video on Instagram from Lou Williams mm-hmm. last night. He is kind of coaching up and mentoring and motivating his old team, South Gwinnett High. And okay. just watching him in that two minute video. And it's funniest thing, because, you know, Lou Wills, like every third word was an expletive. That's why we're not playing it on ATL Day 1. Yeah, keep it clean on the show. Yeah, I'm going to give you friendly. the first notes PG version of what he said. But essentially... <laughs> He was telling them how every possession counts, and he was sharing with them that when you play ball, you've got to stay focused, and it's got to be, you know, that same energy, that same intensity start to finish. So, again, part of the reason that the Hawks have kind of faded out, and I also heard a clip from Clint Capella, and he was saying, like, hey, we in the front court need to do a little bit better so we don't put our back court 
in certain situations. But I would challenge that slightly. I do agree with him mm. as far as what the heck are the three and four doing to help out the five, especially the subs at the three and at the four. But I can't say that's going to be the end of the, the discussion or the situation. You still have to get more from your backcourt because Shea Gilgis Alexander is who torched you, even though 58 points were scored in the paint, but that's essentially who torched you. So there still has to be some uptick in the, the backcourt play. And I do believe it's if to your point, Trey sets that tone early tonight and then is consistent with it. My definition of consistency, by the way, is what I see mid to late third quarter. Because what I see mid to late third quarter, nine times out of 10 is what's going to carry over into that fourth quarter and get them the win. So yeah, my eyes will most certainly be on Trey and kind of seeing how he sets that tone and how he consistently keeps that tone late in that third quarter. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's the thing, right? Because we know what the issues are. We talked about the issues when Nick McMillan first took over and mm -hmm. we're starting to see some of those same things is not being able to finish out games because we know the, the, the Hawks were supposed to beat the, uh, the Oklahoma City. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and, and the thing about them is they knew what they were faced with, right? They knew that Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma City Thunder weren't a, wasn't a team that that is going to sit back and, and, and launch threes all game. Right. That's not their style. They're going to get to the basket, and that's what they mm -hmm. do. And that's it. night in, night out. You're going to have to shift your, your attention, right, to certain things, right? That's what they call, you know, with, with, with the, the unfortunate thing about winning the NFL, like, hey, you can come up with a game plan for a whole week because yeah. you only play once a week. But mm -hmm. when it comes to the NBA, you play every other night, you know what I'm saying? So pretty consistently. So you're going to have to adjust your, your game plan or adjust your attention to certain mm -hmm. things and, and understand that, hey, this is a team that's going to try to penetrate. And, right. you know, New York, not so much. They're going to they gonna launch some threes. So you have to be close. It's going to have to be a lot of closeouts tonight in order for the Hawks mm -hmm. to get that dub. That's another point that Lou Will made as well, the attention to detail. And, mm -hmm. you know, I uh, do TV sideline reporting for the Skyhawks this season. And one of the things that their coach, Coach Steve Gansey, said was, I'm going to keep this simple. And this is a tip from the Skyhawks and Coach G. On offense, all you have to do is shoot the shot that the defense gives you. So whether that's Trey Young or the entire squad, when it comes to the third quarter, especially, and if you have a huge lead, just continue to take what the defense gives you. Definitely don't fall back and settle for shots the way we totally kind of saw them do late in that game Monday. And also, Jarvis, follow the ball. Like wherever the ball is, go defend there. Yeah. Yeah. And if everybody, <laughs> if every man just understands that assignment, the Hawks should be more than fine tonight. And not just tonight, Jarvis, but I'm looking at it as if it's kind of the six game stretch that we talked about where I think they should be able to easily go three and three, even without DeAndre Hunter, even without without John Collins. Right. But once we get past that six game window, now we're also talking about what are you going to do for the rest of this month? What are you taking? What energy are you taking into January? Because we don't want to say that's kind of when it really starts, but that's kind of when you start seeing players and coaches and GMs evaluated a little bit more as you're getting closer to that trade deadline, as you're getting closer to that all-star break. So yeah, all eyes on Gotham tonight. But as you all know, the game isn't until 7.30. So you have more than enough time to check out ATL Day 1s. And then once you check us out and like Jarvis said, maybe binge watch on us. You can go binge watch Locked On Sports today. That's to be 
your stop your daily stop as well because if you want reaction to this kind of story this kind of ongoing story that's where you get it from and if you want to take on the biggest stories we just found out some tough news in the nfl for a team that is favored to get to the super bowl if not win it the buffalo bills have lost von miller for the season so you get a reaction to big stories like that right there on lockdown sports today and you guys always give us so much love for for the culture they have their version of it called take of the day so be sure to check them out where you check us out the odyssey app youtube and wherever you download your podcast it is locked on sports today where all the big news is going down we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed absolutely locked on sports atlanta family guess what we have a show email so get if you want to get in touch with us if you want to give us a comment you want to send us a request if you just want us to send us some money atldayones at gmail.com it's okay like i'm not gonna push back or hate or anything like that you know it's hard out here you know inflation and all that good stuff so you know get in contact with oh yeah quick shout out to my guy chef the entertainer he's been emailing us and Yes, Let us know how you feel about the show. We appreciate you, Chef, um, for uh, for rocking with us. If you want to get in touch with us like Chef did, atldayones at gmail.com. But, T, this is For the Culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, and the culture sometimes. Whatever the hell we want to talk about. Because that's how we get down on this show. Today is no different. Now, now, T, you know, I think everybody else knows that how much we enjoy NBA on TNT. Yeah. That show is the best show that best studio show i probably watched in my lifetime um you know outside of fox you know back in the day not now but you know back in the day the fox nfl pregame show but but yeah i think that's some of the things that i just enjoy those guys from the mm-hmm. chemistry and everything and last night kind of exemplified that <laughs> when we saw you know kenny smith going to the little telestrator you know to do his little thing and then Shaq tried to race him <laughs> and as Shaq was running beside him. Kenny Smith just don't push the man right all into the Christmas tree. And, you know, Shaq, probably being Shaq, just kind of over-exaggerated and fell into the tree and all that stuff. And then Chuck and everybody came over there to help him out and pull him out of the tree, Christmas tree. But I think that when you think about things like that, T, like that's just got to be one of the coolest things in, in the world to just be able to have that type of chemistry and be able to do certain things like that on a, on a studio television show, a national one at that. <laughs> yeah, so I will give you guys a little secret uh, that maybe I don't even know if Jarvis do, but I have been on inside the NBA on that show before there was a time where they would give away like uh one of the (laughs) i know right (laughs) great stories so yeah they 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 used to have this hyundai uh, which was one of their sponsors for uh arnie's or yeah arnie's needle stat of the night which used to say brought to you by nobody but it was actually brought to you by hyundai so they needed is essentially a version of vanna white to come in and kind of showcase the car so they had a vanna black and a Vanna White, and I was okay. there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. I love it. <laughs> yeah, So, and, and Charles was so gracious that night, and, and, and Shaq has some funny things to say that I will not repeat to you all because it's 
it's none of your business. But um, yeah, it was, it was just great <laughs> to be on that show. Those guys were just wonderful. And there's just, like you said, it's just a free-for-all. I mean, it's a free-for-all in front of the camera, but a lot of it starts behind the scenes as well with their directors, their producers, and just all of the energy they have leading up to what you see on air. So yeah, that, that's a jewel. And like you said, not shocking that Kenny would do what he did, but really not shocking that Shaq would take it over the top. I mean, that's what makes that show that show. Absolutely. And I, and I think that that's one of the things that that show is, is going to last as, as long as those guys want it to. And yes. I think they, they're willing to pay whatever to keep those guys around. We saw that with Chuck, you know. Up yes, here that whole flirtation with, yeah, flirtation with, with Liv Golf. Man, get out of here, Chuck. Stop playing <laughs> around, man. Don't give, a, give the people what they want. But I think um, somebody else uh, wanted something out here in uh, Austell, Georgia. Uh, there was this young brother or young man, a 21-year-old man, goes into <laughs> – a, a Chevron gas station tea okay. and decides that he don't want to rob the store. That, that That's not worth his time. Right. He's going to go to the little game machine in the back, which is run by the Georgia lottery and take an ax to the gaming machine to the tune of 21 times T and he ended up getting like $2,800. So I guess, you know, maybe I guess it was worth it. <laughs> it's $2,800 worth of bid, people. I'm just asking for a friend. And you can go ahead and put it in the comments. But for my friend, that friend would say, hell to the no, no, no. Because we actually, Jarvis, believe it or not, we had this conversation. We had this debate at the station today at 92.90 game where I do the morning and midday shows. And so right. this friend to this show and I, along with our guy, Day Day Lewis, we were literally sitting there debating like what would be the thing that would be worth your time to actually like catch a case. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Twenty eight hundred dollars ain't it, boo. If you're catching a case, I'm gonna need it to be like two point eight mil. I'm not even catching a case for twenty eight grand. Because if you think it's hard out in these streets where when you're free, try to be behind bars. Good luck, dude. And and no, you're you're real foolish for that because no, twenty eight hundred dollars. I actually probably probably would have beaten myself up if that's all I got out of there. And listen, it took me back to if you are someone like me and you're a fan of the Friday franchises, okay, um, yeah. and you're a fan of the barbershop franchises. Absolutely. Check that barbershop franchise. You remember the Anthony Anderson scene? Don't do it. That was your cautionary tale, dude. That was your oh cautionary tale of what not to do. But what you guys should do, as always, is join us each and every day because we bring you all the fun and funny stories and for the culture, but also any and everything that's going on around this ATL sports scene. Absolutely. And make sure y'all, after y'all check us out, check out Locked On Sports Today because they have everything you need as far as all the national stories. And you can find them wherever you find us. So download them wherever you get your podcast. Y'all make sure y'all come back now you're here. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. 
Becoming your strongest financial self? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. Get it today at northwesternmutual.com slash goodplan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.